This podcast is rated G for general audiences, all ages admitted. The American School Foundation Shakespeare Club presents A Midsummer Night 3, Episode 5 of Epiphanies and Explanations. Previously on A Midsummer Night's Dream, after tricking both Demetrius and Lysander into falling for Helena, Puck finally found a way to fix everything between the lovers. For Bottom, though, things got difficult when Puck transformed his head into one of the donkeys and got Titania, the fairy queen, to fall in love with him using the magic Amor potion. Let's see if the rest of Bottom's co-workers will be able to rehearse their scenes before Theseus and Hippolyta's wedding. Been a bit, hasn't it? Don't worry, don't worry, nothing much has happened. Basically, Titania is still obsessed with Bottom, despite having the head of a donkey. Oh, Bottom, my loyal lover, sit atop the bed of ripe petals and mossy grass. Cobweb moth, what is this outrageous display of hospitality? Your Majesty, he will not dare use our most luscious flowers for this rude beast. But what disloyalty! You wish you were donkey! What she said! My queen, my lead, I confess. My back is weary and my legs weak from our two-block walk. May we rest now? Oh, you strange warrior! Why, of course! Not cobweb make these spoiled flowers pure once more! As you, As wish. you wish. Thank you, my queen. Ah, oh! Ah, uh, uh, my back, wretched old spine of mine. Cobweb, moth. Ah, ah, nope, nope. Uh, higher, scratch higher, you in the so. Oh, oh, there. Well, isn't this nice? <sighs> well, my queen, what I need next does not require moth nor cobweb. So scram, you foolish fairies. What I need now is a little pick-me-up now. Maybe a little... How enough? Sure, that'll work too. So the two are sleeping peacefully, but of course, the disturber of aforesaid feelings has now arrived. Master Oberon, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Titania wrapping her arms around a donkey? What a delicious humiliation. Yes, yes, but I'm afraid we can end this chaos now. Wait, why? Has my bitter and ruthless king become kind and merciful? <laughs> why, of course not, no. I ran into our beloved donkey-obsessed queen and asked her about the child she had stolen. In short, she completely agreed to giving him to me so we can undo her curse now. She even said she would pay for UPS shipping to get the young child over to me. Overnight! <laughs> I do often forget what pleasure I get from screwing with people's lives. But yes, dear and loyal Puck, undo it all. De-donkeyfy this poor man-child, fix the petty lover's quarrel, and now I will release our queen Titania from her own spell. Aw, how considerate of Oberon. After one whole day of Titania kissing up to a donkey's bottom... Or should I say a bottom's bottom? Or rather, the bottom's bottom, because for all we know, he's... Crap, I am getting carried away. All I'm saying is that Titania is so lucky to have an ex like Oberon. She's waking up. What? Oberon? Captain, what a stream. God, I don't tell anyone, but I think I might have fallen in love with... A financer! Really, Titania? That's what you're focusing on? 
A dream, huh? Who was that next to you? In a shirt with an awfully blue striped tie? With a donkey head, might I add? <gasps> oh my god! The tie, the greased back hair? Hell, the cocky pants! He is a financer, Oberon! What have I done? Titania, you fell in love with a donkey-headed man. You think I care about the donkey thing? I've fallen for worse things than a donkey. God, with you? I was dating a pig. Oh, stop that. You don't mean it. But now that you're all better, you can be my plus one to the wedding for our beloved Theseus and Hippolyta. You know what? I can't even with these two anymore. Let's check back on our favorite rich parents, Aegea and Theseus. Here they are now, walking along Central Park and preparing for the approaching wedding with... Celery smoothies. God, I don't understand these people. So, are you excited? I am. I heard you were inviting... Tons of women that work at Wall Street. You were too kind to me. That I am, that I am, being with someone else, being paired with another, it makes you open your eyes to single people. I'm not kidding, like, I once was hopeful as a single person and for others who were single too. Now, God, it feels so much pity for y'all. Like, get a move on. Bodox and Lipo only get tougher from your age. Yes, yes. Oh, why are you being so honest? Oh, you are right. It's the worst. Meaning? <laughs> well, let's just say tonight will really be two nights for me and you. Well, hold on. Oh my god, are those... Is that my daughter? Hermia? Oh god, is that Lysander and Demetrius too? Helena? What are you all doing here? Can you give me your phone? Here you are. Jesus! Turn that down! What the? French horns? This early in the morning? Correction, they are trumpets. And good morning to you all. I hope you all had a very nice night in the woods all alone with Al. The supervision of adults. Come, come now, you deprived fools. Deprived? Trust me when I say that I am not deprived of... Not right now, Lysander. Let me just say something, Mr. Theseus. I, we, are all really sorry for causing too much trouble. Let me speak, Helena. Lysander, Demetrius, I know for a fact that you two hate each other. Demetrius sometimes comes to me in fits of rage. Hell... All he talks about is you sometimes and how much he hates you. So why on earth are you two here, sleeping alongside each other? Sir, I promise I am as confused as you are. I mean, listen, the last thing I remember is Hermia and I entering Central Park to run away from Hermia's mother, Egea, and the wedding, of course. If we stayed, Hermia would have to go to the wedding with Demetrius. Huh? Did you hear that? Lysander Thermopolis and his filthy mother are trying to make us go bankrupt by sneaking their way in through my own daughter. I am only glad we sold them out the lawsuit before. Now we can once and for all send it to our own lawyers and destroy them. But, but Mr. Gio, listen, I must confess that I am involved in this too. The beautiful Helena told me of her plans to sneak away, and so... I followed them, and of course Helena followed because she loved me so loyally. I can't really explain it, but it's her. Helena is all I want now. She is all I have ever wanted. 
the ones I, I, I hated her, I, I've grown from that time. Sure, sure. In the span of a single day, you did all that growing, didn't you? Let me remind you, dear audience, that these are not the words of a mature 17-year-old boy, but the passionate prose of a dude enchanted by a literal love version. You know what? I don't even care. Go ahead. All of you, do as you please. Ijia, you can let them have some fun for now. Tonight, you're all invited to my wedding as you are, with your own loves and partners. Now let's get back to the venue. I need to get back in time for my herd appointment. Bye now. God, everything feels so... Dreamy? I know. It feels like that for me too. Even my vision. Jeez, it, it's like everything is... Clear. <sighs> we should get back too. The wedding will begin soon. Sounds good to me. And so the four lovers are now walking, very lopsided may I add, to their own homes to change for the wedding. But, wait, 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 the story's not yet complete without returning to bottom. Hmm. Quince, just yell when it is time for me to come onto the stage. I think I have to enter when Flute says something about a horse, something like that. Wait, where am I? God, ah! My head, it feels as heavy as a donkey's snout. God, what a dream I just had. If only I could share it with the others. If only I could, wait. Wait a minute, I need, I need to find Quince, or that stupid writer from the place cast. Yes, he will write me down as a glorious monologue about my dream. And then we... <laughs> Who am I kidding? Me! I will perform the intermission. What a great idea! Join us next week for the conclusion 